Copywriting has become a major player in the art of marketing homes, and great copy will help get the right buyers to the right properties. A lot of people believe that the agent writes the ads, but more and more you'll find the top agents employ professional copywriters to do the job. Today we will talk about why copywriting is so important and how you can decipher the codes within the copy. Welcome to Real Estate Right, where we talk to top experts on how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your hosts are Grant Kennedy and Sue Langada. It's such a privilege to have you listen to our podcast, and we thank you for seeing the benefits it has to help you be more savvy in the Melbourne real estate market. We would love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on your favourite podcast platform, or even download the Podbean app to become a patron. There's so many ways you can support us, so please let us know how we're going. Thanks. Writing copy for over 22 years for some of Melbourne's leading agents, my job is to paint the picture of quality and or opportunity to help attract buyers to the door. Today, I bring a fellow copywriter, Sue Sulman, who has similar years in experience as me, in to explain to real estate right listeners the subtle hidden meanings in our copy. So here we have um, Sue Sulman to tell us about real estate copy. Um, so Sue, can you tell us how you got into real estate copywriting? Okay, well, I'm from South Africa, as you can hear from my accent. Yes. <laughs> Arrived in Melbourne, got a job at a local newspaper who also did a property paper as a like, knock and drop, door-to-door delivery, and I became editor of that. So that's how I got interested in property. And then I realized yeah. there was such a thing as real estate copywriting. Never heard about yeah. it. Thought I'd give it a go. Got into it, yeah. loved it, so passionate about it, left the job, took a bit of a risk, thought I'd yeah. write up on my own, and the rest is history, and I absolutely love what I love it. It's the best job. Yeah. We're very lucky. <laughs> We are very lucky. Um, I must admit, I had a similar background where I um, I worked at the Age newspaper, typing up classified ads way back when, you know, people used, used to ring up and place their ads. Mm. Essentially, the first thing most vendors say to both of us when we walk in the door is, what's a copywriter? And I thought the agents wrote the ads. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I know. Like, they're so excited for that. You arrive, they say, are you the photographer? And I, no. Are you coming to measure? No, I'm the copywriter. Mm, what, what do you do? And I say, yeah. yeah gonna, it is basically. Yeah, so I'm going to write all the lovely words about your property and, you know, and so yeah. it goes on the board and the internet. Is, oh, so you're going to do the renovators, the last thing? And I go, no, not doing that one. <laughs> I'm not doing that one. And oh, the other thing they say is, oh, you're the um, the bullshitter. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I sort of say, um, no, I accentuate the positives about oh, your home. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah <laughs> and they like, like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what, what? what's your sort of comment to the, the renovation? I said, well, I hope, no, I said, well, I'm just going to tell a lovely story about your property and I'm going to ask yeah. you questions because you've lived here and I think it's important to hear what I have to say as well. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, and yeah, their words. And then you get a good feel for it and then wrap yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. But they're not yeah. expecting, they don't, they're not even expecting us. 
No. And sometimes I sort of think that you're just from the office and that you're, mm. um, oh, can you take this back? Or can it's like, no, we freelance. We yeah, yeah. are independent. Yeah. And they, they just can't comprehend it because they've never been there before. Yeah. yeah. And then you get the yeah. vendors who say, well, I work in marketing, so I'm going to be looking at this copy yes. with a very fine tooth comb. And I think, oh, no, no, no. Right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, and the English teachers. Yeah, but it's yes. fun. It's all good, really. You just learn. Yes. You meet all different types. So it's great. you do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, the other thing that people also get confused about with copywriters is, ah, oh, so I don't understand how are we getting a patent and a copyright for my house. And it's like, ah, oh, no, we're nothing to do with the ownership. Uh, do you know what I mean? The, Let's see the word differently, yes. We we write the copy, write the ads. That's what we do. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, that's – anyway, but so why do you believe that copywriting is so important for an advertising campaign? Okay, because um, first of all, it's going to entice buyers. They want to see what, what the property has, what features – it has and I think also nowadays it's it's becoming more and more important with the internet because most yes. of the, all properties go on the internet so you've got the space and the ability to describe the house whereas if you yeah. usually in print media board you're so limited with word count but yes. with the internet you can not not that you've got to write pages and pages I mean you've got to keep it pretty brief and yes. leave some stuff out so you you know that the potential purchaser will still go and see it, entice them to see other things. Yes. And the other thing, I think it also reflects a bit on the image of the actual agency. It makes them look more professional. Because if you go on the internet and see, like, bad copy, I I don't think it gives the agency a really good image. It's it's not good for their overall branding. Definitely. And there is two uh, ways of thinking about things. A lot of male agents... Most males are visual. Yeah. I won't, I shouldn't stereotype, but most males are visual. Most women are readers. Yeah. Men, real estate agents generally say no one reads the copy. So why should I invest money in a copywriter? Yeah. Whereas yeah. women agents will say, look, you know, we read everything. We've been, and, and they, they understand that most buyers are going through five or six houses in a day. Yeah. They will go, oh, this one ticks all the boxes, but then they'll go back to that brochure copy or go back to that internet copy and they will go, oh, okay, where's that, all that fine detail that I need to know Mm -hmm. so I can go, oh, actually this one's on my top of my list today. Or this one needs to be moved down a couple because it's missing a couple of things that I want. It's giving you that, that, that back to base of exactly what you've just seen without. Yes. No, going through the photos. Yes, yeah, exactly. the photos don't really show you the things like the ducted heating or the no. or the alarm systems and yes. all that stuff that may be really important to you. Mm. Uh, yes. Whereas the copy gives you that. Yes, of course. Yeah, yes. I think there's certain features that vendors look for, even in an apartment. When because I always say to you know the person who's selling the apartment says, "Well, I bought this apartment because it had." washing machine facility, yeah. which was very important to me. And then you learn, well, I must put that in every single copy because yeah. it's important to people. You learn yeah. along the road. And buyers, yeah, what, definitely. What people look for or they like that the bathroom was separate to the bedroom. It's not on suite, yeah. you know, so you just highlight that certain yeah. things. 
And even with apartment buildings, new apartments, they generally come with a storage cage or a storage locker. And I like to differentiate between the two because a cage, you can see everything. That's right. And things can generally get stolen out of them. Whereas a storage locker, which, or a storage shed or a storage room is more appealing because it's more secure. No one can see what's in that basically out of sight, out of mind. Yes. That's sort of one of the codes that can be read into the copy. Yes. Knowing the difference between that storage locker, you know, cage. Yeah. So let's go back to that cliche, renovator's delight. Oh, yeah. Um, We generally try to get away from that cliches, but how do we paint that picture um, but essentially say the same thing? How, like, I generally say things like, oh, it's basically potential. Yeah, potential, yes. It's potential, it's possibilities, it's opportunity, it's... Updates in your own time. There are a lot of personalised, add your own touches, a lot of them. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think also what you've got to be, you've got to be sensitive to vendors as well because they'll show you the house and you'll think, oh, this needs a lot of work and they think it's a palace. Yeah, because that's their home. I know, and you don't want to go and say, oh, I think this could be a knockdown. You, I just yeah. and I don't I don't use yeah. those words because it's a home maybe been in the family for multi generations and you've just got yeah. to be so sensitive and hope you that do. readers will read between the lines and right. without offending yeah. them. I think we also open it up to more options. So it's just not a renovator's delight. It's also a potential home site. It's also a potential development site. It could be somebody loves that retro style and, you know, wants to maintain that, but, you know, just put their own cosmetic touches too. Like there's lots of different ways Yes, it can be used and a whole heap of different markets that it can be opened up to, yes, yes. which means more money for you in the end. Yes. Because if you just pigeonhole it to renovators, yeah, you don't necessarily get the whole conglomerate of buyers that could possibly be interested in that property. Yeah, that's, so, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I think also you've also got to be careful not to put your own bias or taste. You've got to look at something so objectively because yeah. you might, really not like the house but you've just got to still make yeah. it out that it's stunning and magnificent it's got nothing to do with how we feel about it everyone's got different taste yeah, definitely yes yeah because yeah. yeah. even you yeah. walk into the house and the agent oh my god this is like the most stunning house and yeah okay well, I'll make it stunning yeah but, but it's fine I have to live there it's okay with this onset of of COVID and people working from home everyone wants a study or a home office of some sort yeah. Depending on what size a property is an apartment, you could have a little study yes. nook in a cupboard, um, but in a house you probably don't want the study nook in the cupboard no. unless it was just purely for, you know, in an open plan area where the kids, you want to see the kids working. Yes. Yeah. 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 But really you want that private closed off space, don't yes, you? Yes, you do. But then, but the new designs. I don't know if you've noticed it, but the new designs are making them like just an open space at the start of the mm-hmm. hallway, and you're just like, Why? I know. And then that's the first impression of a house, and then you've got to keep it all neat, it and is. it's not easy to do. And no. I don't understand I, that either. It's no, neither do mm, I. Mm, I have noticed, no. and it's a standard. You know, as you walk in, there will townhouses in particular. There will be a yes. study as you walk in. It's not a study. It's yeah. open. It's, I mean, it's open. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's. I don't understand that new design. So maybe we need to make a, a 
protest <laughs> surge or something to try and get these architects to design something that yeah. you know is closed off yeah. um yeah and more yeah. I, under, I can understand having a study near a front door. I think it's not a bad idea because if you see clients working from home, they don't have to see the rest of your house, but closed off. Yeah. You need to make those phone calls and you don't want no, the kids screaming no, in the background. Yes. So that's sort of the new thing. But in terms of the old thing with studies, people used to sort of ask with us, is it a bedroom yes. or is it a study? And it's like, well, yes. it depends on how big this space is could you fit a double bed in there could you has yes. it got built-in robes has it got yes. the flexibility um you know if it is a, if all the other bedrooms are the same size and this is a bit smaller okay let's call this one a study exactly yeah. yes you often i often ask the floor planner to measure it because they've got their measurements what yes com, what constitutes a study and what constitutes a bedroom and windows yeah. and whatever there's a certain size that it's not a bedroom Yes, definitely. Uh, some some of the um, the apartments will have a second bedroom, but there's no windows in yes. it, and it cannot be called a bedroom. No. It's actually study, yes. but they'll have like a a frosted glass door that closes it off, and you're just like, that's really yeah. on the borderline. You know, our job as copywriters is to be real, Absolutely. know exactly what can go in there. Mm. Yes, yeah. and and the other thing that also uh, I get in trouble with sometimes because I'm very staunch about it, is a study needs to have a PowerPoint. Oh, yeah. So many people will say, like they'll say this little sunroom at the back, which is the enclosed porch, there's no PowerPoints in there. Yeah, And I say, no, I'm sorry, I cannot call it a study because there is no PowerPoints. Oh, but we can get an extension laid for me. I said, no, this is a dedicated room. It cannot be called a study because it... If, if you cannot plug a laptop in and they're like, oh, but you, everyone's portable these days. I know but everyone also wants to be able to put their stuff somewhere, yeah. charge it, yeah. charge their phone, charge their laptop, yeah. charge their iPad or whatever it is. It needs to have a study is a dedicated place. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like I know with some of the old period homes, they they really try to stretch that little yeah back porch uh, into a study yes they do they really do yeah so just be careful when you're reading copy mm-hmm. that to look, you look for that powerpoint yes homes with studies with separate entrances like at the front of the house i tend to push yeah to someone for a home-based business the front door yeah yes. and that's mm. where it should be but yes. it should be closed off <laughs> sure. what's the difference between a garage and a carport because a lot of people insist that a, a carport is a garage but then they've got the back end open and i'm like no. It may have a roller door on the front, but if the back door's open, it means everything's still getting wet. Yes, yes. Uh, to me, a garage is a closed-off room with a door and a carport is a car space with a roof over it. Yeah. You can get a brick carport Yeah, because it may have had intentions to have roller doors at both ends. Yes, yeah. But it hasn't got roller door on one end or something. Yes. So if it's open, any anything open, then is that what you say? Any wall, yes. or back open, it's a carport. Or sides, yeah, yes. it's a it's a carport. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yes. And even sometimes people will have a carport originally and then they'll put like there's the fence and then there's a bit of it's fence extension. Yes. To close it off a little bit more. Yes. And then they'll put the garage door at the front and and but it's still like if it's posts yes. and a roof, yes. it's still a carpet. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because garages have got different uses. That if they're closed or people use them as storerooms or gyms, that's what they would expect, a proper room 
Yeah. A proper room. A proper yeah. door that locks. The next thing would be what's the difference between a workshop and a studio or a shed? I Again, the PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. A, a workshop has a PowerPoint in it. Yeah. A shed is purely for storage. Absolutely, yes, yes, I get that, yeah. yeah it's got to have power and sometimes um, plumbing, a sink. Or, um, yeah. Yes, and a studio yeah. would be the same. Uh, yeah. yeah, so if it's a workspace, yes, it's it's got PowerPoint, it's got light, yeah. lots of stuff. Yeah. With shed can be just purely dark, uh, yes. you know, tin. Yes, but to store the, the knickknacks and garden equipment, that's a shed, doesn't need power. Yeah. Do you ever so, get like um like they say what's two and a half bathrooms? Like what is and uh, we've got three yeah. bathrooms, we got like a we got three toilets, you got no no no, it, it just because you've got a oh. toilet doesn't constitute a bathroom. It is like half Yeah. Well I was told when in my Gary yeah. P days, before yeah. you did Gary P, um yeah. that a bathroom is a place you wash yourself. So if you could uh, shower yes. or bath in yes. that room, then it is yes. a bathroom. Yes. It's one bathroom, yeah. So it's one private place that you can yes. bathe. Yes, yourself. yeah, 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 yes, mm. yeah. But sometimes you see those, um, especially I think in the sixties, you have a, a separate shower room, separate oh, bathroom, yeah. which is the yeah, bath yeah. and a basin, and then the sh- separate toilet. And I, I will sort of say that's separate bathroom facilities, yes. but essentially it's actually two bathrooms because you've got a separate yes. shower room and a separate. Yes. Yes. The mm. one toilet. The one toilet. And generally the half would mean uh, that there's a, if it said two and a half bathrooms, it generally would mean three toilets. That's right, yes. yes yeah, that's two bathrooms, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the icons on the internet don't have, that it's just two bathrooms. But then yeah. in the copy, I'll put powder, two bathrooms and then a powder room. Powder so yeah. just get by that. The icons, you know, yes, yeah, them know that there are three toilets because sometimes you, especially for families, you want that extra toilet for yeah, them, definitely. For the family, yeah, yes. and guests, the guest, co- the guest toilet that's the most yeah. important, yes, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, going on to those icon things, why do you think some agents say three car spaces in their icons, but when you get there, there's only like a single garage? Uh, it's the off street parking, no. it's the off street park, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah. The, yeah. The icons depends on where you live or where you're looking. So in Richmond, where parking is a premium, hmm. um, they will put all the car spaces they possibly can. Yes, that's yes. on the property, not permit parking, but on the property. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Whereas if it's in, you know, Bentley or yeah. Monturner or something like that, they'll only talk about the undercover car spaces. In the icons, yes. In the and icons. in the copy, you can say multiple off-street parking yeah. or parking for another three cars. Yes, or, definitely. Yes. If, if you've only got two car spaces in Richmond, like that's that's amazing, you know. Whereas if you're in Wantuna, you've got your double garage and you may have a carport for the caravan or, but, and then you have, you know, three more cars in the driveway, but you can't say six car spaces. No, no, and it's not no. a selling point. Whereas in Richmond, it would be like a hook, yes. I, I would believe, to get um, yeah, it's yeah. yeah, point of difference. Point of difference, mm. definitely. Yeah. Do, do you ever ask if their fireplaces work, or do you? Yes. Yeah. So I always make sure that it's an open fireplace versus a fireplace that may be just decorative, um, or sealed off. Or sealed off, yeah. So sealed off means that it's not open. 
open means yeah, you can put the fire in there and have that cosy winter afternoon with red wine yeah. in you. There is two different types of people who like a fireplace. Some mm-hmm. people look at it and go, oh, my God, that's too much work. Yeah. And some people love it for the ambience. And Yes, yes. Yeah, those gas, the gas log ones are very ambient and nice. If that, you want yeah, really yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So if you yeah. don't want the mess and stuff, you go the yeah. the gas. Yeah. Um, having so you've got to be very careful to put the right things because if yes. you put open fireplace and it's not, that's no. a big mistake. Ah, yeah, you definitely. And well, you put granite bench tops, which and some of these laminates look like granite, and yeah. it's not. Or, you know, there's a lot of error. Definitely. So, mm, that you can make. We need, to, yeah, and that's that's why it's important for us to ask a lot of questions when we're there, but also have an experienced copywriter who has seen everything. Yes, you know, and um, knows the difference. Knows the difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also yeah. understands the, the the quality. Like in a few weeks' time, I've got an episode about knowing your bench tops, and we talk about um, okay. you know the difference between granite and reconstituted stone and marble and laminate and corian and there's timber and like just the wearing yes. and the and the, the value in it the way we write it's generally a formula you sort of need to understand that if if the location is the first thing that we mention it generally means a house hasn't got much going for it yes yes i guess yes yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yes. um and unless it's got a unique factor like a bay view or a, or a park or a, across the road park, park across the road or mm-hmm. or the um city views or or something oh, that's yes, quite yes. to it mm-hmm. but if if it's just in a standard suburban street yeah. and all you're talking about is the location it means that the house is yes not in a great way yes that's right yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like read between the lines here <laughs> read between the lines here and this is that's a point of this podcast is you know it's yeah. the code it's understanding mm-hmm where we're going with it all yeah um, yeah i agree and, and professional copywriters will do it that way yes real estate agents won't no who've no. yeah they'll, they'll all they'll bag on about is the location and you just think well what's the house got going for it if that's what you're going on about that's exactly yeah and speaking yeah. about location just well you've got to also be very careful about school zoning and saying it's yes. for the correct school and there's a yeah. very good i don't know on the it's called five website yeah, so school, then yeah. you know because a vendor will offer oh we zone yeah. for mckinnon and i think all right let me just check that no you know and mckinnon uh primary school and mckinnon secondary college are two different That's zones true. and some kids will get into mckinnon primary school but won't necessarily get into mckinnon pri- yes, secondary yes. college so you've so, got to be really careful because yeah. that is imagine you bought a house based on that and now you're not zoned for yeah. that school well anything else. hoping that it will be in the yeah, zone yes yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, re- when they rebuild the new campus yeah. oh yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. sort of, um, you, you've yeah. just got to be very careful with that. And what I do, because, I mean, yeah. it's all very, you know, you might go to an area you don't know and then you look on Google Maps and yeah. uh, the shopping centre, but I like to ask the vendor, where do you shop? Which shop do you yeah. go to? What transport do you use? Because then you, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't live in that suburb. So I just like no. to get a feel of what they're like. Yeah, for and I think it helps just personalised because I think a lot of copy is cut and paste and I'm saying other copy because I treat each property individually like 
like oh, same unique here. property. I might draw on sentence that I've used because let's, there's only limited words yeah. you can use to describe yes. a property. Yeah. You know, but every but, house is judged on their own individuality. Yes, but there's no cut and paste. So I love to make no. it personal and, and give it a personality and a story to the house. Yes. You know, that's, yeah. that's more like a story. story. And it, it's also about the lifestyle that it creates yes. for you. Yes, yeah. And also the language yeah. one uses. I don't know, like, if you it's an investment property, you're talking to youngsters in Richmond or St Kilda. It's a different language yeah. to a house in Turak, which is all elegance, sophistication, yeah. but not going yeah. over. And you use the big word. Yeah, but then you don't want <laughs> to go too flowery because those sort of buyers are pretty yeah. astute and they, they don't need the flowery oh, yeah. stuff. Just get to the point. Say it like it is. Which, And in that case, some of those houses, your copy helps, but I think a picture tells a thousand words as well so you're there to just complement the pictures yeah the, you're complementing the pictures but you're also um reiterating it all as well so they yeah. may be drawn in by the pictures but they're also getting the information they need that the pictures yes. can give them yeah. yeah and i think the floor plan is almost more important than the pictures Oh, yeah, I believe a floor plan sells a house. Yes. If an ad says it's heating and cooling, it generally means that the person's running the ad hasn't confirmed what type of heating or cooling mm. the property has. Mm. Some people like refrigerated air conditioning, some like evaporative cooling. Um, there are big price differences and comfort yes. levels, uh, yes. and it should be written in the ad. You know, if it's yes. ducted heating, hydronic heating, um, yes. all that yes. sort of stuff being very specific. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if they've got individual split systems on the wall yeah. and yeah, so yeah. Or both or all of the above. Oh, yes. Yeah. I agree. Evaporative cooling versus refrigerator, definite. Um yeah. so and then solar panel, solar power. Yeah. All those things are added value. Very it's important, yeah. Yeah. And hydronic yeah. heating would appeal well, it's a beautiful heat and also yeah. efficiency and someone environmentally aware and whatever. Yeah. So I think it's a good it's thing. Definitely worth having the hydronic. Yeah. Always mention that, yes. Yeah. And check that it's working as well, because you know, you might say, Oh, yeah. you might go to an apartment and investment and say, Oh, it's got heating and it doesn't work and then what's you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> So um, what's your take on a courtyard versus, versus a backyard? As in, when does a courtyard become a backyard? Oh, okay, yes. Do, you know what I mean? Like that size difference. Yeah, when size matters. <laughs> when size matters, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah very um, I think a courtyard to me is like a paved brick area or a little garden, but a yeah. backyard implies size. It's size. bigger. You can do more than just sit on around tables and chairs and yeah the kids yeah. can play you can room for the kids and the dog yeah to play yeah 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 because yeah. so, yeah. a lot of those side-by-side townhouses that are out yes some are just purely a deck or yeah. um deck. And with a little bit of garden border oh yes courtyard but if they've got that lawn yeah um and that you know that extra bit it's it's still half a block but you've some some of them have got quite large backyard, you know. Yeah, and it's good to highlight that. So it means, yeah. you know, it's not a house, but there's still plenty of room for the kids to play. Yeah. So it's like a family yeah. home. And a lot of townhouses, I think, are becoming family homes now. They are, definitely. Because they've got all the accommodation you need for family, so you don't have to pay the big house price. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to think that a townhouse doesn't have a backyard because they can. 
percentage. Yes, yes. And and it's important to emphasize that when they do have the bigger backyard. Or if there's a nearby park, well then that park becomes a backyard. Yeah. Original Mm. to me can mean it's in its authentic state and it hasn't been touched. Or it could be it's it's an original state, but it's been beautifully looked after. Because, I mean, an original that's been beautifully looked after is magnificent. So yeah. I think you know, the wording would be, you know, yeah. perfectly so, preserved in original character. Yeah. Or, or yeah. Or, or immaculately, or yes. immaculately maintained yes. or a picture of pride or yes. something in yes. those sort of yeah. word elements that sort of says somebody loved this home. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dearly loved. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Then the other would be a mainly untouched original. It's <laughs> away, which is another way. Mm. Untouched means it's wearing away. It's, it's not it, going. Yes, in. yes, mm. yeah. yeah. It needs fixing. Yes, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. So it's just how you, the words you use around the word original, how you describe yes. it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. It's a good one. I like that. <laughs> and period to me, like like you know a little bit of history. Yes behind the Melbourne architecture, as I do. Um, Essentially anything pre-1945 is really period. So pre-World War II and before that is considered period. The next would be mid-century, sort of 45 Mm -hmm. through sort of 75. Yeah. And then we sort of go into modern and contemporary. Yes, yes. Yes, I would. I would. I I did a house the other day, and it could have been mm-hmm. anything. When I walked into it, I said on my little dictaphone that oh, it was nineteen twenties from some of the architectural elements. When I got in there, the owner said, "Oh no, it's forties." I'm like, "There's no way this is forties." And then I said, "Look, you know, taking a closer look, look, you know, the ceiling heights were like eleven foot. The there was strap ceilings. There was." sash windows which are very mm-hmm. victorian it was a real mishmash of stuff anyway he found out through i don't know title search or something 1921 english vernacular revival attic style villa that's what it was called <laughs> i know 1921 in elwood it was just it was a beautiful home um, but that was the style. Yeah, <laughs> I no, that's incredible. Yeah. I think certain styles people love that you have, yeah. you know, like, well, that, that deco, the mid-century. But at the same time, when you get a house like that, which has got this really long-winded type. So what did you say? Did you call it that? Well, I, I, I explained the whole thing because it's a bit of a wow factor. It's like, oh, what's that? Yeah. It gives you that intrigue into mm. what, whoa, I better go check what that app yeah. is Yeah, because it sounds interesting, but I've got no idea what it is. Yes. That's yeah. Very unique. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah. So obviously the photos will show something, but yes. um, it was quite an imposing one. And it was on almost 700 square metres of land. Yeah. Oh, that's, Elwood, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Elwood. Yeah. Mm. So, so you had to create this sense of presence when agents generally say period home mm. you've got to understand they don't know what they're talking about they've got no idea no. steer away from the word period yeah. um when you go through properties some are replicas know. you know you get that's that's there. that's true and then you just yeah. think, oh this is they say no no it was built in like the 90s it's just a replica it's oh like, okay well then that's yeah. not an original you know it's not period it's like, yeah. replica. Basically, 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's Edwardian style or Edwardian Yes, you've got to be careful, style. yeah. Cause it's, or inspired by yeah, the Edwardian yeah, era. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah, you've got to be very uh, careful. And look around, yeah. you can often tell from the streetscape. So it's, if it's only Edwardian looking yeah. home, in this, you know. But then in saying that, sometimes they have rebuilt it because and they've been told they had to keep it yes. the same. Yes. There's a few houses in Bentley where... Um, yeah, they were built in the nineties, but they've made them into California bungalow facades. But then, yes, okay, yeah, so yeah. yeah. So you've got to be so careful. How do you get by? Do you say in the heritage listed? Because what if someone comes to see a house and thinks they can knock it down, and then they suddenly realise they can't? Do you put that in your copy? It's got an overlay, heritage overlay. If it's got an overlay, if it's got a heritage overlay, I, I say yeah, that. You have yeah, to. If, if, Unless unless the agent is very specific about not wanting me to, I'm pretty much a, I'm a heritage person. Okay. So if a house deserves it, needs to it needs to yes. stay, and I will I will push the fact that it needs yes, to stay. Yes, yes, mm. um, yes. And you know, some, if the agent says, "Oh, you need to talk about development," I'll go make it the you know last yeah, you can last just line just, or something. You can just start to go um, land size. <laughs> yeah, and land size, and then we'll make a what you want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how I do it too. Because I think if the land size yes. is title measurement, then it is implying maybe you can um, do yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. That's another code. You know, if 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 an agent puts or if we put land this land size in it, yeah. it's essentially saying, you know, we have options here. Yes, that's, <laughs> yeah. Without saying that, oh, yeah. I could restart, redevelop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, subtle. Yeah, subtle. Yeah. Subtle, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, next question. Um, what do you consider to be a double bedroom? Do you, are you think it's something with a double bed in it, or do you think it's a it's two bedroom sizes? No, I think you? if you can fit a double bed in, I would call. It yeah, I'm I'm that way yes, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, Some people yeah. have questioned my use of that. Oh. They think a double bedroom means that it needs to be no. the size of two no. bedrooms. No. no, I think. If you, no, you can see if it's an apartment that it's got the double bed and maybe side tables. That's a double bed. Yeah, King size, it's, it's a double large bed. or oversized. Yeah. It's pretty easy to yeah. see. Yes, the yeah, little, definitely. Yeah, European appliances. What does that actually mean? Is that good or bad? It's it's one of those. I know. It's well. It's important. Well, it's people. I think think of it as high quality, and it is a good thing. It's better to have European yeah. appliances. But it's not necessarily going to, like, Blanco is considered is European, but Blanco is like the chef of Europe. Yes. If that makes yes, sense. Yes. It's the cheaper end of Yes, that's it. Europe's. But I think people, um, they just feel very proud of their European appliances, the Blanco. Oh, yeah. But some people don't know what it is, European appliances. Is no. it a laundry? And what's European laundry? Like, what's the difference? Yeah. And does a European, sorry, just on the topic of European, I might be digressing. Okay. Does a European laundry yeah. have to be closed off? Or is it got, if there's a bathroom with washing machine, taps and a trough, is that a European laundry? Or is that laundry amenities? I just say it's a bathroom slash yes. laundry. It's yes. it's combined. Where if it's closed off, it's a European. European yeah, yeah. So that so that yeah. people isn't European laundry, but European appliances. I think people like. I'll often say just I'll I'll say Blanco or Smeg or use the name Smeg. because 
Mayo yeah. Mayo. Or if yeah. it's like a mix of all of them, then I use European appliances. It is. It's a, It's usually a mix of the yeah. of the European yeah. brands. It's not necessarily like if if we're going to be mentioning the real brands. Yes. It's because it's the whole kitchen is Miele or the whole kitchen yes, is. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's a mixture. Yeah. What should we be wary of when we're reading ads? To me, misspelling of brand names. Yes. That happens a lot. Yes. Um. Or even local attractions, like they may spell a park name wrong. Or... Oh, yes, yes, lazy, isn't it? It's, it's just... laziness, yeah. And grammatical errors also, it drives me mad. Lack of oh, hyphens, lack of commas, lack, um, it's just the wrong words. It's just unprofessional. And it... and, and also um, making up words. Yeah. I saw one the other day which was wine racking. I've never seen wine racking no, before. No, no, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like it's yeah it's wine racks or yeah but not wine racking yeah it's someone trying to be trendy but yes I it's know. not working I know. <laughs> <laughs> and what level of creative you know when it because with um products you know commercial products you ads have to be yeah. really creative and what yes. what level of creativity do you think copy ad copy has to be or is it just tell it like it is give it a bit of emotion to the house that's that's essentially what i'm i'm tell what it is you know the most important thing that determines if somebody's interested in the property is how many bedrooms and how many bathrooms yeah um they need to know it fits what they're looking for so it needs to be in the first sentence even if it is in the icons yes but remember those icons don't tell you that it's got that study or it doesn't tell you it's got that powder room or it doesn't say that it's flexible in any yeah. particular way. Yes. The icons don't do that. So you need to reinstate yeah. in that first line how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, yeah. the style of the house and create that little bit of emotion yes. to get them in the door, you know, to yes. keep them reading. Yes, yeah. Like yeah. The overall picture, what has this house got? Does it suit yeah. Yeah. To family, does it? Yeah, like who you're talking yeah. to. Or, yeah. Yes. So, and, um, yeah. So you've got to sometimes, essentially yeah. target your buyer in the first market. Yes. Yeah, yeah the, in the first sentence. Sometimes it's fun yeah. to get a little bit creative and play on the street name. Like I love yeah. like, and now I'm going to look at a certain house with a street name. Oh, I've got a headline. I hope the house matches the headline because it's going to be. Yeah. But then I'll, you don't want to be cheesy. I did, I did a house in Bath Street in Sandringham and it was a bit of a dump. So I just said it needs a bit of a scrub up yes. and you know, give it a bit of a lather yeah. and a bit of a. I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it comes, but you thing. don't want to get too cheesy that people go and no. people have become so you know like judgmental, critical, and you just oh, yeah. you just don't want to get over cheesy. And how no. do you deal with a vendor who thinks their house is an a, like an apartment that like is just the best thing ever, and they're saying things and you don't really agree with it? Do you let them go with what they want, or do you? I I try to do a, a mini compromise. Yeah. Yeah. words like cherished and pride and yeah. and um those sort of words much loved comes into the copy yeah to show yeah. that we're trying to be sympathetic to yeah. you know this is your home for however long it's been yeah. 
um, but we're also trying to get the. Uh, yeah. But up in, yeah, you got in a like an apartment I did recently, and the kitchen was pretty, I was pretty average, and they oh this modern kitchen with everything you need, and the yeah because it was modern nineteen eighty, yeah, you know we've moved yeah, and like modern bathroom, well not really, maybe refurbished, like you know, yeah. Because there's also renovated, refurbished. I think there's a difference between those two words oh, as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, renovated means that it was probably done in the last, essentially, two yes, years. Yes, yes. Um, refurbished is not a complete renovation. No, maybe change the cupboards or put on a new bench top or, or something. Yeah, yes. or change the tap. Yes. Or gave it a paint mm. or something. Um, but it's not completely yeah. brand new everything. Um, updated yeah. is probably in the yeah. version of refurbished. Yeah, yeah. And and essentially modern can mean anything since 1980 on. Yeah. Really. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I think um, the other thing also to be look, looking out for lately are floorboards because you get the floating floorboards as opposed to yes. solid timber and they look like floorboards. You always have to ask as well because yeah. some of them look so real. Yeah. Oh, they do. And all the vinyl ones that look like floating forks, yeah. they look yeah. really mm, mm. No, they're yeah. not a- And they're actually quite durable. Like they may not be proper timber, but they're actually more durable, Absolutely. which means yes. they're better for you. Yes, yeah. I know, I know. But some people still have that stigma of, well, I don't want something plastic, I want something real. Yes, you know? yes. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, that fully so, tiled bathroom, I think it's also... Yeah. It's- it, it spells quality if it were more yeah tile to the, you know tile, tile ceiling to floor yeah, yeah it's fully certain, tile. Things, yeah. certain words that imply well this yeah. maybe a cut above it's quality. the average yes. yeah yes yeah, yeah definitely. Mm. well i think we've we've covered enough so thanks so much for joining me today so i hope you've enjoyed the real estate right podcast experience helping buyers sellers tenants and landlords with a bit more savvy in their ad reading if you would like one of us to help you with your copywriting our details will be in the show notes of this podcast next week we have edgar lok ting yung to talk to us about some feng shui tips that help you make your home more prosperous for sale a fabulous episode for those needing a little more money from their sale. Don't miss it. Real Estate Right is a real copyright production hosted by Sue Langada. We would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Premium Beat for our theme music and Zoom for our video link. If you love this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate us with five stars and review us on your favourite podcast service. Or if you would like to ask one of our experts a question on the podcast, email your questions to sue at realestateright.com.au. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right.